Welcome to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. In chapter 55 of Isaiah, verse 11, God tells the prophet, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Standing on this promise, T.D. Stubblefield Ministries is committed to sharing biblical principles with individuals, families, churches, communities, and our world, believing that only the Word of God can advance us in God's perfect plan for our lives, where we can experience liberating faith, lasting hope, and unconditional love in a relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Dr. T.D. Stubblefield with today's Advancing Word. There's a text the Lord has put in my spirit. Uh-huh. Uh, Reverend Howard has already read this uh, passage, but I want to read it again from 2 Kings chapter 6, yeah. verses 1 through 7 uh-huh. in the New King James Version. And the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Please let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there. Let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, go. Then one said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. Uh-huh. And he cried out and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there, and he made the iron float. Therefore, he said, Pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. Amen. May the Lord bless his word. I want to preach for a little while around the thought when life loses its edge. When life loses its edge. Our text is lifted from the historical annals of Second Kings and prominent in this pivotal book of the Old Testament are the ministries of Elijah and his successor in the prophetic office, Elisha. This titanic, towering, prophetic tandem ministered to the nation of Israel, the northern kingdom, during a period of rampant idolatry, decadent leadership, and moral degeneracy that would culminate in the nation's costly and calamitous conquest and captivity by a foreign power. Because of the spiritual condition of the nation, schools or guiles of prophetic apprentices associated and aligned themselves with the ministries of Elijah and Elisha. One of those sons of the prophets, as they were often called, One of those sons of the prophets is featured in this text. While participating in a project to provide additional space for their ministerial preparation, he literally lost his edge 
Literally. When the axe he was using to cut down a tree detached from its handle and sunk into the waters of the Jordan River. According to the dictionary, the phrase lose one's edge is an idiom. It's an idiom, a metaphor that means to no longer have the skills or ability or resources to be successful as before. In the first month of the year 2023, losing one edge could be a billboard for the danger that looms during these days of our lives. That's yeah, right. That's right. The lingering aftershocks yeah. of a global pandemic, yeah. persistent inflation, yeah. escalating gun violence, mm. political upheaval and division, that's right. resurgent racism. And suffocating uncertainty are just some of the realities that threaten to take our edge away and negatively, negatively impact our lives, our marriages, families, churches, communities, and nations. And for many of us, this is not a threat or a danger or a prospect. But it's a reality. reality. That's right. Uh Uh Ecclesiastes 10, verse 10 says, If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then one must use more strength. Galilee, I grew up on a farm uh, in West Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We had no gas Mm. or electric furnace Uh or stove. There was no thermostat in the house like uh-huh. over on the wall there. Right, right. Oh, come on. Well, we cut wood uh-huh. for heating and cooking uh-huh. and bathing. Yeah. As a young boy, my grandfather taught me the secret uh-huh. of cutting wood was using uh-huh. an axe with a sharp... Uh-huh. <laughs> I got some foreign folk up in here. <laughs> using an axe with a sharp uh-huh. edge. He showed me how to use a file and a honing stone to sharpen an axe so it could maintain its edge. Spiritually, this text serves a similar function. The text and its larger context teaches us what to do when life loses. Jesus. All right. Would you like to know what to do? Yes, I would. I really would. When life loses its edge. Just three things and and I'm done. Three things. All right. First of all, when life loses its edge, we recognize what is lost. Yeah. In this text, the axe head was lost. Uh Losing the axe head precipitated a crisis. This possibility was specifically addressed in the Mosaic law where the loss of an axe could be potentially dangerous for a person in the immediate proximity. An accident could seriously injure or kill another person, Mm -hmm. a person who was near that person who was swinging the axe. This is recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 19. It says, When a man goes to the woods with his neighbor to cut timber and his hand swings a stroke with the axe to cut down the tree 
and the head slips from the handle and strikes the neighbor so that he dies, he shall flee to one of the cities of refuge where the blood avenger could not exact that eye for an eye, two for two. And they could find asylum and protection. In our text, the moment the axe head was lost, the young prophet in training, this ministerial apprentice, he cried out. Not because someone had been injured, but because the axe was lost. There was an immediate recognition that something valuable was lost. He did not engage in denial, dismissal, or disavowal. He did not make excuses or resort to cheap rationalizations, but he recognized that he had lost something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brothers and sisters, this morning, yeah, we got to yeah. recognize what we lost. If you want to recover your edge, if you want to maintain your edge, you've got to recognize what we lost. And things are lost. Yeah. In life, because of the contingent nature of life, yeah. Yeah. life is a vapor. Yeah. Uh -huh. yes, James says in his epistle that a pitiful little while uh -huh. and then vanishes away. The wisdom writer in Proverbs said, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, yeah. for you don't know what a day yeah. may be yeah. bringing forth. Yeah. There's a song that I used to sing, Thank You, Sir, and one of the lines. In the song was, today may be as bright as the noonday sun, yeah, yeah. but you can look up tomorrow, uh -huh. and everything you have is gone. Because yeah. of the contingency right. of life, we, we can lose stuff. Uh -huh. See, some things are lost because of sin and disobedience. I'm glad to see these young people here at Galilee. Many churches are struggling to get their young people back in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I often tell my children and my grandchildren, sin will cost you. Yeah. You can lose something if you mess up. That's right. One night of pleasure can result in a lifetime of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. My mama used to tell us, sin will take you to places you don't want to go. Yeah. It'll make you stay longer than you want to stay. And it'll cost you more than you want to pull out. If you don't believe me, ask David about it. In Psalm 51, the yeah. penitential psalm, you recognize that he was aware that he had lost something. He said, restore to me the joy of my salvation. He said, Lord, I, I, I'm missing something. I've lost something. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Some things are lost to negligence. I preached a sermon a few years ago. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. That's right. That's right. God blessed us all with gifts. Mm -hmm. And you remember that parable in the gospel about the men who received talents, and one took his talent and buried it. Yeah, that's right. And he lost the opportunity to hear the master say, Well done. Yeah. Thy good and faithful servant. Yeah. God has uniquely blessed you. Yeah. There's no one else like you. No one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There's no one else who ever lived like you. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Uh -huh. Yeah. And if you do not fulfill it, you lose something. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And we lose something. Uh-huh. God has blessed TV. And I don't want to rust out. I want to wear out. Yeah. 
Some folks sitting in the church and they're rusting out. Yeah, and God has some work for you to do. Yeah. Some things are lost to ignorance. If you don't believe me, just ask that woman of Samaria. The Lord stopped by to see her. He, he had an appointment with her. He had to go through Samaria. And he told this woman, you know what your problem is? He said, if you only knew the gift of God yeah. uh -huh. and who it is that speaks to you, yeah. You would ask of him living waters, yeah, yeah. and he would give them to you. But in our text today, the Acts was not lost to some precarious pursuit, uh -huh. not to sin and disobedience, not to negligence, not to ignorance. It was not lost to irresponsibility or misuse. None of those things. It was lost while being used. In a noble and worthwhile Don't miss endeavor. That. Don't yeah. miss that. See, sometimes we think because we're doing what the Lord wants us to do and we're where God wants us to be and we're trying to live the life He wants to live, uh -huh. that somehow we get an exemption from trouble. No, right. We get an exemption from problem, but it's kind of like that old song I used to hear the saints. In the little church I grew up in in West Tennessee, say, try to do my best in service. Try to live the best I can. But when I choose to do the right thing, evil's present on every hand. Devil's not worried about you if you're not doing anything. But when you get serious about serving the Lord, Remember the disciples on the stormy sea. The reason they were on the stormy sea is because Jesus yeah. told them, let us go over to the other side. And they lost peace of mind and yeah. tranquility just because they were doing what the Lord told them to do. Yeah. I think Paul had this in mind when he said to the saints, and Galatians, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you will reap, you will reap if you faint not. Yeah. There's a weariness that comes with serving the Lord. So this young man doing what God had placed in his spirit, helping his comrades, his colleagues, build additional space for their ministerial service and preparation, found himself in a crisis where he recognized he lost something. Yeah. Recognize what is lost if you want to maintain your end. But here's another thing. Remember what is lost. Not only recognize what is lost, but remember what is lost. The gravity of losing the axe was exacerbated by the fact that the young man acknowledged to the prophet that the axe was loaned. All right. It was borrowed. Yeah. Some expositors are even more emphatic that it wasn't only borrowed, but he begged somebody. Yeah. For the axe. Come on now. Yeah. So he could help out. Yeah. Know that. There was some sympathetic, perhaps empathetic donor that he begged to give him an axe. He said, I, I don't need a scholarship. We're trying to build a new school. The struggling seminarian, ministry apprentice, and son of the prophet, he had borrowed that. What's the big deal? In this ancient culture, it was a big deal because of the scarcity yeah. of iron ore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Work yeah. it out. Possession of any tool or weapon made of iron mm -hmm. was rare. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't just run down the home depot. That's right. That's right. Lowe's or True Value. No. 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 And pick up an axe. Work no. it out. Work no. it out. The axe was long. And in this yeah. movement of the text, <laughs> we have before us, I told you. as we think about recovering our edge when we lose it, yeah. we have before us uh -huh. the stewardship principle of life. Yeah. Because the axe was borrowed. Yeah. It's on loan. Job understood this principle when he lost Everything he had. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. But he still had his faith in God. Yes, sir. Yeah. All the material things, his children. But he tore his robe and he shaved his head. Yeah. And he worshiped God. Yeah. And I don't know what he said. He said, naked I came yeah. out of my mother's womb. And naked I shall return. The Lord has given. And the Lord has taken away. Yeah, yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. John the Baptist, he had to get folks straight who were confused about his place and his priorities yeah. and his purposes in the Messianic kingdom. He said, he must increase, I must decrease. A man can receive nothing unless it's given to him That's right. from heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us are sitting on our fence posts yeah. right and we think we got that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, TV. 
he recognized oh, yeah. what was lost. Yeah. But some of us up in here, we lose our edge yeah. because we don't remember what is wrong. Last Monday, yeah. millions watched a bizarre and tragic scene unfold yeah. on national television yeah. when 24-year-old Damar Hamlin, Damar, a member of the Buffalo Bills NFL football team, collapsed on the playing field after what seemed to be, what appeared to be, by all accounts, a routine tackle right, right, right. of another player. Yeah, yes, With players and coaches of both teams around him, me and them crying and yes, sobbing yes, and praying. Yeah. This young man experienced cardiac arrest yeah. and had to be given CPR yeah. on the football field and again yeah. on his way yeah. to the hospital. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a stark reminder to all of us yeah. that our lives are not our own. That's right. That's right. And every breath we take uh -huh. is alone. That's right. Yeah. Every breath yeah. we take is borrowed. Yeah. I know I'm right about it because Job 33 and 4 said, the spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty has given me life. Every breath. Yeah. Every breath. Say every breath. Every breath. We take yeah. is alone. Yeah. If it had not been, I feel like preaching this morning. Yeah. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, yeah. where would I be? Yeah. So I don't know why folk come to church on Sunday morning and don't heed what the Lord says. Let everything that has breath. First of all, recognize you lost it. Yeah. Don't be playing games with God. That's right. What a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. All our sins and griefs to bear. Yeah. What a privilege it is to carry everything, everything, everything. to God in prayer. Yeah. Recognize yeah. what you've lost. Yeah. Remember, Remember what is lost. Yeah. But here's the third thing. Receive yeah. what is lifted. When he lost his age yeah. when the axe plunged into the muddy murky waters of the Jordan yeah, right, he also received what was lifted yeah. when he was asked by the prophet if he knew where the axe fell yeah. he said I know where it fell in yeah. but he could not see where the axe lay Yeah, yeah. But he had no power to lift it up. Yeah. 
So many times we know what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. We know what's going on with that child. Yeah. We know what the difficulty is in see. the marriage. We know what the challenges are in the ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what the threats are in the community. Yeah. We know what the issue is yeah. in the nation. Yeah. But we don't have no power. No power to lift it up. Somebody thought to ask the preacher to come along. And y'all know as I was thinking about that, I thought about how our ancestors didn't have PhDs or master degrees, but they knew enough to say we need a word from the Lord. And so they did not stray too far from the preacher because on Sunday morning, they weren't playing, they weren't kidding. After working all day, laboring all night in the fields, sharecropping, and dealing with the oppressiveness of that era, they needed to hear a word from the Lord. So the preacher came along and was on the construction site. If you got some issues in your life and you lost your edge, don't get too far from the church and don't get too far from the man of God. Because there is a word from the Lord. He said, where did it fall? He showed him the place where the axe fell. The prophet went over to a tree. He cut off a branch, threw that branch into the place where the young prophet said the axe had fell and something began to trouble the water. I don't know what happened, but the laws of gravity and natural law were suspended. in my life and is there anybody here the Lord's been good to Jeremiah said there's a righteous branch and a coming king that will rule on this planet but what Jeremiah did not see was that righteous branch would be cut off from the roots of his divine and come down Generations and he would die on an old rugged cross. Didn't he do it? They put him down, let him in the chart of the death. But early Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, he got up in the witnesses in the You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org for more information about us and to obtain resources provided by T.D. Stubblefield Ministries. 
Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on certain truth for uncertain times.